Welcome to podcast 4.3. Uh, this is on periodic trends. Now, if you think about what we've done lately, we're starting to get a good feel for the periodic table. We know about a lot of the families. We know about some groups. We know that the periodic table is three-quarters metal. There's a lot of things we know about the periodic table. And so what we're going to do now is learn about something that's really useful as far as understanding how uh, some of the atoms react to each other and stuff. And that is a periodic trend. And basically, a periodic trend is just something that we can predict either uh, vertically or horizontally um, on the table, periodic table. Oops. For example, if you remember my discussion of alkali metals, we know that as you go down that group, and if you look at my periodic table over here, if we go down the group, those elements get more reactive with water, all right? And so what we're going to look at is not only how are the trends as we go down, but also as what we go across. And I want you to learn these trends and understand, and really the nice thing about this is once you know the whys, you can kind of predict what's going to happen because all these trends are really based on two things. One of the things it's based on is this bad boy right here, electron shielding. Super, super important concept. Now, if you look at my little drawing, let's pretend the blue dot is the nucleus. This would be like energy level 1, 2, two 3, 4. Okay, now it's two-dimensional flat circles, but we both know the shapes of the orbitals and uh, the amount of energy each electron has. But just for, for our purposes, let's just... Go ahead and say those are all the energy levels. Well, what electron shielding really is, is if, I, if I'm an electron out here in, let's say, the fourth energy level, I've got a force that's attracted to that nucleus, right? Because the nucleus is positively charged, all right? However, what is in my way? Well, look at these... In this energy level, I've got a bunch of electrons floating around. In this energy level, I've got a bunch of electrons floating around. And in this energy level, I've got electrons floating around. So what electron shielding is, is it's really the feel that this last electron right here has for the nucleus, but it is shield by, shielded by these other electrons. What are these other electrons going to do? Well, the other electrons... Will repel, right? And that's a really, really important process. Okay? And so what's going on is the outermost electrons are held less tightly to the nucleus because of the shielding of those other electrons. And that's going to be a determining factor in a number of these properties. So that's one of the big ones. Now, really where this take, takes place, uh, it occurs when you go down, okay, when you go down. Now, the one that uh, goes across is the effective nuclear charge. Boy, that sounds kind of scientific, doesn't it? Sounds a little intimidating, but really, it's not too bad, okay? It's just the net positive charge experienced by an electron in a multi-electron atom. And what I mean by that is if we were to go across 
the periodic table. Uh, let's see. Let me grab my periodic table. On the periodic table, if we think about what's going on as we go across this, oops, whoa. As we think as we go across this periodic table, uh, what right here we have 21 protons, right? 22 protons, 23 protons. Okay, so the positive charges are increasing as we go across, right? And so that becomes a very important process because what that does is that causes the electrons around it to be uh, attracted to it more. Let me see if I can get over here. Let's say, for example, I've got uh, a, a nucleus that's got four protons, right? And I've got some electrons around it. But I've got this other nucleus that's got six protons. Oh, geez, let me try this. Sorry about that. Six protons, right? And we've got these electrons around it, right? Well, where is the attractive force between the electron right here and the nucleus right there going to be greater? Hopefully you're saying this. Because there's more positive, that'll be great, that'll cause greater attraction. Alright, greater attraction. So those two things, the electron shielding and effective nuclear charge, are going to be the reason for the following properties that I'm going to go over. And I'll go in detail over a couple and then we'll kind of kind of move up pretty quick through these. So let's look at the first trend that I want to talk about, and that is ionization energy. Now if you look at this reaction up here, ionization energy is simply the energy you add to an atom to take away an electron. Okay. This shows that sodium atom plus energy gives you a sodium ion and an electron. So that's what ionization energy is. And even though and we've talked about how the elements in the first uh, column, the alkali, earth, the alkali metals, how they want to give away electron, it still doesn't happen all on its own. It takes a little bit of energy. So we say, well, they don't really want that 1s electron. Well, that's not true. It's just something they, they need to get rid of, uh, but it takes a little bit of energy, okay? So if you think about this, if you look at this trend right here, here's lithium, then beryllium, then boron carbon, nitrogen. We're going right here, we're going across the periodic table, right? And then if we look at this way, from here to here, this is really going down. I know it would be great if I could flip this thing over, but uh, we really can't. So what's going on is that, ah, darn it. What's going on is that the electrons further from the nucleus are easier to remove. So that means as far as energy, if I think about something like cesium, right? Cesium has 55 electrons, right? And it's got electrons that are shielding these outer ones in the 6s, right? It's got those in the fifth energy level. It's got those in the fourth energy level, those in the third energy level, second, and so on, right? So as you go down, there's all these electrons in the way. All these, let's say, 54 electrons shielding this electron, this last electron, from the nucleus. 
And so what that means is that as you go down that period, see how this it takes it takes less energy to remove it? That attractive force between the nucleus and the electron is less. What about going across? What's the trend if we look at this picture here? Can you see the trend? As we go across the family, look at that. It goes up. Right? Why is that? Well, this is the greater nuclear charge. There's more more protons, okay? More protons, and they're going to attract more electrons, making it harder for you to remove that electron. So for ionization energy, as you go up, pardon me, as you go down the period, it decreases, and as you go across, it increases. Hopefully that makes sense. And again, the why, because the whys are really important. As we go down like this, as we go down, it's from electron shielding. And as we go across, it's, it's uh, greater nuclear charge. Okay? Again, I know this, this seems really confusing, really weird. Just try and wrap your brain around it. Pause the video. Get as much of this as you can. We'll spend a good amount of time, I imagine, in class going over this. Okay, let's move on to the next trend. Atomic radius. What the heck is atomic radius? Well, atomic radius is when you go ahead and you uh, measure the distance around an atom. Now, here's the problem. As we spent some time, you know, we've got these nice little circles here, right? But the problem is you can't put calipers. Calipers are these things that kind of measure. You can't put calipers on the side and go, oh, it's uh, 5 nanometers. You can't do that. So what they do is they know in a bonded atom how far the two electrons are from each other, and they and they just take the distance from the from the middle of one to the middle of the other. Okay. So that's how they get the atomic radius. Now, can you predict the trend? Look at the picture. It might help you out. Look what's going on. Remember, this is this right here. This is period two. And this is period three, right? As we go across, what happens? Looks like the atom's shrinking, right? And as we go down, look what happens. It looks like the atom is growing. So why is that? Well, as I go across, what's occurring as I go across? Okay, the positive, the number of positive charges is bigger. All right? And so you've got a greater attractive force. And that's causing those electrons to be more attracted to the nucleus. However, what, what's going on when we go down? You might go, well, yeah, I'm getting more electro or more protons, but what's going on? We've got shielding. If I were to pretend to draw potassium, it'd be even bigger, right? Because it's got all the electrons of the sodium atom and all the electrons of the lithium atom. Uh, shielding these outer electrons, these outer valence electrons, from that nucleus. So that's that's what's going on there. Each step down is an addition of another energy level. And as we go across, we add one more proton that causes an attraction between the two. So as a little summary, my diagram here, as you go down, it increases as you go across, it decreases, right? 
Move it on to the next one. You're going to see a very similar explanation, right? Electronegativity. What in the world? Well, we've kind of talked about this before. It's just the measure of an ability of an atom in a chemical compound to attract electrons, right? This table down here was, in, was invented by Linus Pauling, and he gave fluorine a value of 4.0. Kind of like my dream GPA, right? Maybe it is your GPA. And uh, everything else is based on that. Now, if you look at just the trend, just on the numbers, look what's happening. What's happening as you go down? Is it going? Is it decreasing? Yep. What about when you go across? What's going on here? It's increasing. Okay. Why is that? Well, I think you already know. Okay. As you go across, because of all the energy levels, the electron shielding that's occurring... Um, Pardon me, as you go down, you get a smaller value. As we go across, the nuclear charge goes up. Again, same kind of pattern. As you go across, it's a nuclear charge issue. As you go down, it's an electron shielding issue. So without, uh, you don't really have to look at this, because this is kind of obvious just from the numbers. Uh, you can see it increases as you go down. Or it decreases as you go down, increases as it goes across. Probably this this is one of the easiest ones for me to remember because I just remembered that fluorine's a king with 4.0. So you could just kind of predict from wherever you are knowing that fluorine is in the top right-hand corner. All right? Okay, now that your brain is completely mush, let's do a couple more real quick. Ionic size. Now, ionic size is very similar to atomic radius, except that an ion, metals, okay, Metals lose electrons. Nonmetals gain. Okay, and our nonmetal section is this section right here. Okay, so if you look at so a sodium, if it loses an electron, it should make sense to you that it's going to get smaller. And if chlorine gains an electron, again, why would it get a little bit bigger? Well, it's with negative charges. Imagine all the negative charges. And then you go ahead and add another one, right? Well, that's going to cause some repulsion. So that's why that uh, trend is what it is. Okay? Moving on. Finishing up. Electron affinity. Whoa, what the heck is this? Well, this is just that... Uh, in an atom, uh, an atom might have a high affinity for electrons. As you can imagine, those atoms over here, don't worry about that hydrogen there. Okay, those atoms right there, I should need, I don't even know why I got hydrogen in there. Uh, the halogens, right? They have P5, but we know they want to be P6, right? So they want an electron. So they have a high electron affinity. However, these guys over here all have 1s electron. Okay? And so those have a low electron affinity. So as you go across, it increases. In other words, they want electron. Uh, and as you go up, it increases. Why does it go up? What's so special about when it goes up and increases? And this, I, I pulled this picture out of a book. We would probably want to say it decreases as you go down, electron shielding. I hope you see the pattern, all right? And then there you go. 
If you get that, you're in good shape. All right, last but not least, here we go, melting and boiling points. Look at that graph. The melting points in blue, the boiling points in purple, and that shows you what's going on there. It's hard to read what's going on, okay? This atomic number, as you can see, as the atomic number increases, it looks like it goes up, right? But then it drops down, and then it looks like it goes up, and it drops down. Now, why in the world is this trend the way it is? Well, it turns out that when the D and P orbitals are half full, the melting point and boiling point are at their peak. All right? So what that means, if I were to look on a periodic table, okay, where would the P orbitals be half full? We would be talking about right here. Right? The three P orbitals would be half full. Right? When would the... When would the three uh, d orbitals be half full? One, two, three, four, right here, right. So what's going on is that as you go this way to where it's half full, the melting point increases. But now as you go this way, the melting point decreases, and then right over here it starts going up. Now I know this is a lot. This is what I really want you to get from this. Okay? I want you to understand that this is what's going on. At that half full point, the orbitals. We know orbitals. We can draw orbitals. We can uh, do electron configuration. When they're half full, that's when they are at their peak. Okay? Now, I know your brain's swimming. I know this is a lot of stuff. Uh, we'll have questions. We'll spend time doing some activities with this to get this in your brain. Don't panic. I know it's a lot. Uh, I will talk to you as soon as we can about uh, getting all these things straightened out. So bring your questions and we'll go from there. See you later.